Hello everyone, welcome to the ActualPlay.network podcast. This is Matt, introducing part 4 of our City of Mist game. I'm sorry the episode is a day late, I'm just going to dedicate this episode to my dear departed Shih Tzu Angie. As always, stick around after the episode for more information and show notes. So where were we specifically? You had just finished invest- that investigation. And we're deciding where to go next. And um, we had investigated... Well, we had gone to see the lawyer. Yeah, you had talked to the three suspects and had just started investigating the victims. Okay. And we still have, so we still have to investigate um, Phil Doofus nope. and Boris Young. <laughs> Boris Young Doofus? and Greg Harding. What is Phil Doofus? Which Phil Doofus? <laughs> He is Philip Defu, okay. the CFO of uh, Pantheon. So, what do you guys think, Boris Young or um, Greg Harding? Let's let's set the, let's set the scene then. Uh, what time were we at the church, uh, the the priory or whatever? Did we ever establish what time? I it think was? early afternoon because we had like we had we had a brunch. I remember because I had mimosas. Mm, that's true. Oh, that's right. Yep. Okay. So yeah, so early afternoon. So I think we step outside of the church. And it's like the, the sunniest part of the day, and we uh, like when when Jack steps outside of the church, like he has to cover his eyes. It's so bright, and he's not used to being up this early. Turns to Dio and says, "Well, that's something." What is the sun? Well, that's something too. But the the map and the picture. Yeah, it's definitely out of the ordinary. I think I don't really know what priests get up to. Maybe it's very in the ordinary. A map of like. It's like a map of prayers or something. What do you think? You want to check out one of the other victims? Yeah, let's check out what your pal Boris. All right. See what he is up to. Lana, you coming? Is this like some ostentatious bullshit car? It's extremely ostentatious. You didn't remember my car? Uh, was, oh, was it a DeLorean? No. Yeah, it's a DeLorean, was but it, it has like... Um, Far- Ferrari? It's, it, but it's got like a Ferrari horse on the front. But then it's also got like the Jurassic Park <laughs> symbol on the side, and like so it's just like a Franken car. Yeah, just, dude. Like, but like all the just Franken car. But then it's got like stuff from Star Wars and shit, dude. No, the it's the Hermes 500 ZX. It's the finest car money can buy. It's one of my themes. Oh, cool. It's a nice set of wheels. It's a very. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Sure. Did you call it the Hermes because he's a fast guy? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I did. <laughs> Just checking. What else would I call it? The Hermes. <laughs> I don't know. Just making sure. Because it delivers <laughs> messages. Because it's, <laughs> it's just kidding. Your car is a mail truck. Because it steals fire. <laughs> Wrong guy, right? right? That was Prometheus. Wrong guy there. All right, so we drive over to Boris's place. Yeah. Or yeah, okay. Yeah, that's the car noise. It's really Thank fast. You. Thank it's you. Really fast. You guys just want to teleport. No, dude, we're on yeah, a drive. So. Okay. This car can't teleport. I think we just did our little conversation to get going. Okay, just making sure, you know? Yeah, we're good. Uh, so you guys get to Boris's apartment, and you just so, go straight um, in? Well, let's scope around a little bit, just to, just a cursory look to see, like, if it looks like anyone else is watching the place, or if there's any police there or anything, or anyone else that might be watching it. Uh, okay, why don't you roll me and investigate? I'm going to add in read the crowd. Okay. 
And I guess that's the only one because it's not nighttime and I'm not getting punched. I can punch you if you want. So I got I got a mixed success. You got seven. Some people are definitely looking at you, but you mm-hmm. can't tell if it's because you're just kind of an odd trio in kind what are of the people? an odd part of town or if they're watching you specifically. Who are the people? Just like some people walking by mostly. Like there's not anyone sit standing across the street like grilling you. What do you guys want to do? Head inside? Yeah. So let's head up to Boris's place. What's the, what's this place like? An apartment building? Yeah, kind of crappy. In fact, you can just get in. The door's like, like the door that you have to buzz open doesn't even work. We head up there. I would check. Um, I find Young or Boris or whatever on the on the buzzer to figure out what apartment he's in, and then I head up to it. Okay. I'm gonna talk to this tree right quick. I'm gonna tell it, hey, let me know if you see anything suspicious. Okay, I don't think you can actually talk to trees. But I can commune with nature, Chris. As a means of do that's one of your power te- no you, well no, you have you can commune with animals as a means of doing things. It's one of your power tags. Then I'll uh I'm gonna tell a squirrel, hey, if you see anything weird, let me know. Okay, it gibbers at you and runs away. Also, uh... Did the chipper sound affirmative? <laughs> Who knows? Cooperative, even? All right, fine. Can I use a keen eye tag to see if anyone's following us on our way here? You have to roll, dude. These aren't, sup- these aren't superpowers. These aren't moves. Wait, so I can roll to talk to a tree? If you want to talk to a squirrel, that would be a change the game roll, I think. Broom, broom. Uh, three juice. Which you can spend on context-sensitive uh, advantages, basically. So, that means on a 10+, plus, you get a minimum of two juice, and you can also use your juice to choose. Yeah. So you can make better effects. You can do bigger squirrel. <laughs> well. How about permanent squirrel ally? Uh, no. He's, I can't have a squirrel buddy. It says prolong the effect, make it ongoing. It says I can use my juice for that. In the book. Okay, you want a permanent squirrel ally. Okay. Yeah, and he's gonna, you know, be my little sneak around buddy. He's my eyes on the go. What's his name? Yeah. Okay, so you have a squirrel friend. You don't have to tell me I have a squirrel friend. I knew that already. <laughs> <laughs> This friendship was not an accident. Um, and you hey, want him to keep watch for you? Hey, Cheddar Bits. <laughs> My eyes on the fly. I need you to make absolutely sure we're not getting followed. Stake out for me, okay? Will you? Love you. I give him a little kiss on his noggin. Scritch him under the chin. Give him a little acorn nut, and he's off. Okay. Would anyone else like to befriend wildlife before investigating? No. Um, did Ma, ma, you just kiss a squirrel. Yeah, it's my friend Cheddar Bits. <laughs> anyway, uh, he's like our—he's uh, gonna tell us if we're being followed or not. Yeah, all right. He's gonna keep a wide berth, Olana. I'm not gonna kiss you. Get over it. What? No, they're—they're they're like probably full. They're full of disease. They're Don't like you say rats. That Cheddar Bits. They're like rats with bushier tails. They're like a rat with no tail. Some not full of disease. Well, first of all, that's that's a pretty spurious claim. <laughs> and second of all, boom. 
a little uh, a little germ never hurt anyone as far as I'm concerned. Nope, actually that's entirely what germs do. Well anyway, let's go inside. <laughs> Head in. <laughs> nice. Glad we stopped out front. Okay, so you guys go in. Yeah. And his place is a mess. It is practically it's very small. What was the door situation like? I assumed you went in it. I know, but it was it broken? It was unlocked. Okay. His apartment is small, like I said, and basically covered in uh books and notebooks and perhaps a little bit more notably uh, what appear to be just mostly scraps of metal some that look as though they are clearly parts of a weapon like blades but there's just a lot of metal lying around chunks of broken metal metal sheet or just like clump um it, it's mostly sh- i guess sheet not but not like you know those things that you shake and it makes the fun noise it's a <laughs> it's thicker than that but you know things that could like i said belong to like blades or pipes or longer scraps of metal so like strips mm. strips sure of varying sizes and shapes and weights and all that kind of stuff oh like a plate yeah like metal pl- no not like a plate not like a circle dish plate, but like a big like, Those, like a armor, like, like a, a piece of plate, like a big rectangle plate of metal, like a thick, heavy piece. Sure, some could be described that way, perhaps. Like a slab. Yeah, some I'm, could certainly be described as slabs. Sure. Like an English. said, various shapes and sizes and weights and widths and all that kind of stuff, but lots and lots of metal. Hey, was your friend, your pal Boris, was he a, um, was he in the metal? Do I know what, anything about the metal? Um, I'm going to say you don't. It seems like you might have been into metal. <laughs> you <laughs> guys ever talk about this it? Danzig album. Or are you figuring it out, are you figuring that out right now with me? All right. So I, I take a look around. It's a mess and there's metal everywhere. Do I think the mess is because, um, that was how Boris lived? Or because someone turned it over. It looks probably more like this is just how he lived. Okay. Do I think someone has been here? Um, I mean, roll me investigate on that. A nine. Nine, okay. Nines, yeah. A mixed success. You get the sense that someone has been here. There are um, certain... Oh, I guess, uh, how, many power... how much power did you use? Zero. Oh, okay, great. So, you do get a base one, so you just want to know if someone's been here. Okay. You get the sense that someone has probably been here, just in the way that some things seem a little more organized, or as if they've been looked at, but the place hasn't been, like, turned over and ripped apart. But it's definitely been checked out. Okay. So, what can you describe what's in here so we can figure out what we're going to take a look at? Besides the metal, is there any like uh, desks or shelves or anything that we? So mostly uh, metal books and notebooks. Metal books and notebooks. Uh, Make up the most like of a it. Chest yeah. or anything to examine, or we should, or really the only thing we need to have to pick through is just these books. 
yeah, you basically just need to be looking for relevant things in there. All right, so I guess I just start doing that. Do you are you looking for anything specific or? Um, I'm gonna look for that well, I'm symbol. Looking for... Okay. Huh? I'm gonna look for that symbol. Okay. Um, uh, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look for four different things. Okay. I'm gonna look for first of all anything about um, Jason Swift, and I'm gonna look for. Uh, anything about the symbol I'm going to look for anything about why he has so much metal around here and then lastly I'm going to look for anything to do with the uh, anything like a map or anything like related to the maps that we found in the priest place sorry what was the second one Um, the symbol as well okay which Andrew is also looking for and I can um, maybe give Andrew a boost on that somehow Um, since you guys are just looking through stuff I just want yep. to know what you were looking for rather than spout information at you. Um, Gino, do you have anything in particular that you would like to look for? I suppose I'm going to help look for the symbol. Okay. Um, I'll tell you guys first that um, you don't find that symbol. Okay. Um, as far as the books, there's a lot of books on weaponry, specifically melee weaponry even with a slightly more specialization towards swords. Some of the books are more journalistic than investigative, it seems, where there's, depending on where you're looking in it, kind of gets a little bit crazy and like doomsday writing almost. Um, He does make reference to something that has been discovered that could mean trouble but he seems like he needs to find something or basically he's acting like he needs there's something he needs to find or the world is going to end is the sense you get from his journalistic stuff he also um discusses other people in these writings mm-hmm. specifically uh, he doesn't talk about who they are exactly. He talks about someone he refers to simply as G, someone he refers to as P. And then as the writings get a lot later, he start, uh, there's a couple mentions of someone named J and someone named C. That's the gist of what you find in the research in his place. If you want more details on any of it, feel free to ask. Hey, any of these initials sound familiar to you? Any mutuals? Greg Harding. Father Perry. Jason Swift. Uh, I don't know the C. You and your cheddar. Your fake squirrel friend. Oh, 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 shit. Cheddar bits. (laughs) It all comes back. And we're just speculating. Those those are no, no, no. You are into something. Um, Could you go? Could you call him in real quick? I need to talk to him. What, who cheddar bits? Yeah. Well, no, he's out on the he's scoping. Yeah, obviously. We'll rendezvous after we're when we're done. Okay. Um, so these so what you what you're saying is these names are like half of the way there or ninety percent of the way there, which basically means they're none of the way there. I don't know what you're saying at all. What do you mean? All those names would be good if all those if we knew all those people, but. If all if all the names he had, all the initials he had here lined up to all the victims in 
culprits. But they don't, so it's basically worth nothing. Are you... Is this a riddle? <laughs> what does it say about these people? Um, how late do you are you looking for? The C comes in late, or the C and the J specifically come in late. I just want the general vibes. Um, it seems like he's doing some sort of project with uh, P and G. Okay. And later on, they made a breakthrough, which is when, towards the end, when J and C get involved. Specifically, I will tell you that his last entry uh, says, it's very short, it just says, P was right, we're rolling in with C. Hopefully we can stop this. Yeah, so maybe this does sound right, now they actually read what they're about, and I don't just look at the letters. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, C could be, C could be Cole. Oh, Lorraine Cole? Yeah. Is that her name? Yeah. That is her name, yeah. Okay. Alright. But wait, there's one person um, unaccounted for then. There is one person. Just two people unaccounted for, right? Because it should be six total. Yeah. Who's unaccounted for? Lorraine and Boris. No, that's okay. Never mind. So just, um, sorry, just um, so Perry. No, yeah, I guess I forgot to count Boris, so no one is unaccounted for. Well, Phil, either Phil or Father Perry are unaccounted for. Right. I would say Philip is more unaccounted for. But also, Philip would likely use like a liaison. It's highly possible. And um, that liaison may be, may be C. Especially considering Lorraine doesn't seem to fit into everything very well. Uh, I, I look around just out of curiosity. Is there any actual melee weapons here? Um, there's some, like, hilts and some blades. Nothing. There's nothing that's, like, a full weapon. Do you guys think we might possibly want to keep our eyes peeled for a workshop of some kind? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Dio picks up a blade and puts a book, finds a real innocuous book, mm-hmm. puts it on a table, and slices at it. Real overhead slam. You're the blade, not a hilt. I know. Okay. A, how, a, how are you holding this blade? A blade a lot of times will still have like a little part that'll fit into the hilt. That can be used as a makeshift grip. Okay, sure. Okay, you cut a book, I guess. <laughs> I well I'm seeing how sharp these blades are. That one's pretty sharp. See how good a job he's doing. So what kind of style are these? Are these double sided, these single sided? They're all over the place. Hey, did your pal Boris talk about weapons a lot? Well, he liked to fight, but we weren't really, we were just... And for what it's worth, he was very, very good at fighting. It's more like he was an acquaintance than someone who I had long conversations with, you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't seem the type for long conversations. So let's take his journal, first of all. Hmm, so you feel like we got everything we need here? I mean, who can say? But we got something. We can always come back if we think we need to get some more info. Yeah, it's, it's clearly no one's stopping us from coming in here. Yeah. Either, either, either you two know any sword guys? I think I might know a guy. I know a bunch of sword guys. I sell swords in my shop all the time. 
I don't know why you would know a sword guy. It's not anywhere on your sheet that you know a sword guy. Me? Either of you. <laughs> I mean, like... maybe you know guys who know swords, but I don't think you have, like, an expert on retainer. You're not Pawn Stars over could here. I, could I make a roll to find, to get a sword guy? Well, what what do you want out of this sword guy? Do you want him to build you a sword? Do you want him to tell you about swords? What yeah, I'm going to ask him about the craftsmanship. Of a random sword. Of these swords I picked up. I guess I guess we want to bring in the swords, find out, A, what, it, what, what the deals with these swords in general, and then B, how much money can I get for You could make one. Um, no. Chris, <laughs> would I be able to post something that uh, me and Matt can like, Matt can do a roll and I can give him a boost to it by us both knowing the guy, it wills him into existence, basically. Like, <laughs> it makes him canon and we do know him and we can maybe call him up. It might be a waste of time to give him to me after this guy. Though. I mean, yeah, you can have a sword guy if you want. I'm just not sure I understand what it is you're trying to figure out by bringing him a bunch of lumps of metal and going, tell us. Yeah, that's the way you're going to have a sword guy to talk to. It, it's about determining the level of craftsmanship to it. And you see if there's, I mean, any... there's a lot. There's a lot of swords here. It's not one. You I know. Time. Okay, I mean, well, I can, you can tell by looking at them, they're varying degrees of craft, craftsmanship. They're in varying states of um, disrepair or upkeep and quality. And Yeah, but I'm not a sword guy. I don't know. <laughs> okay, if you really want to go talk to a sword guy, you can do that. Well, I guess not. This is an empty avenue. Clearly. Well, just out of cur- for, just for curiosity's sake, do we know where in the city he would have made these? Um, what do you mean made them? Well, did he have a smithy well, like, in his he's not, apartment? He's not smithing in his apartment. So where where does he where is he doing all this stuff? He must have a workshop somewhere. Um, you okay? Sure. By look looking at his like records and books and stuff, you can tell that he found or bought all of them. He didn't make okay, it. Okay, so. He- he didn't make these. Okay. Hmm. Or so just like a associate, or his associates provided him with them. Okay, so I'm taking that record book then. And now and we definitely th- need. We need. This is our f- next lead. Are these swords just takeable? You think? Um, I mean, they're probably not wired with a lot. None of them are together. None of them are like assembled, is my understanding. Yeah, but I mean, like, is it like, is it stealing? At this point, you has loaded up an entire duffel bag worth of swords. <laughs> Technically, it is stealing, yes. Uh, I'm going to check in with uh, Cheddar Bits on the way out. I'm gonna, hey, Cheddar, what's it look like? Uh, he communicates that you're all clear. What's he sound like? Just talk to a me, squirrel. Cheddar. Cheddar Bits. <laughs> Just give him a voice, man. All right, fine. What, what does he say? We're all clear? Yeah, he tells you that you're clear. All right. I don't know how to do squirrel noises. You can just do a I'll voice. Try. <laughs> just do a squirrel voice. <laughs> or just You're do just, a voice. I don't know. So He's what, does this sound, what does this sound like to Lana? He's a member of the team. Okay. The squirrel <laughs> The squirrel says, Yeah, you're all clear. Thank you, Cheddar Pits. Takes a drag of his squirrel cigarette. Who's my what does a squirrel fella? cigarette look like? <laughs> it's an acorn. Okay. He he takes a drag of his squirrel cigarette and just like takes some, just nibbles on an acorn. (laughs) When he's done, goes like, 
31 years I've been doing this. <laughs> Getting too old for this. So would you say to the outside viewer, observer, that it looks like a squirrel made some chipping sound and then bit into an acorn? <laughs> that is exactly what you see. Okay. Hey, so what's the news there, Alana? Uh, it says we're all clear. Doesn't look like anyone's trailing us, at least not right now. All right, good. And he, he, he winks at Jack. And Pop, Jack can hear it too, right? Pops a trunk. No, Jack can't hear it. Oh, because he not can he not talk to nature too? No, you can't talk to nature. You can talk to animals. That's what we agreed on. You can make trees and stuff grow good. I, mean, I guess that's fair. Communicate with animals. I think I'd rather be able to make animals and shit grow good and like talk to trees, though. <laughs> well, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and I don't believe Matt has anything. No, Matt doesn't have anything that would let him talk to squirrels. Small talk comes easy. I mean, yeah, okay, Matt can talk to the squirrel as much as he wants, but the squirrel ain't going to talk back. So what are you guys up to? I toss all my swords in the trunk. Okay. I, I think we should go see... Uh... Go investigate Greg Hardigan. Yeah, that seems like a good idea. So I pull into the garage and head up to his apartment. I'm going to tell you that Greg Harding has a house. Okay. What's his deal? Uh, he can't, He's from a... He's heir to a successful archaeological family. Archaeological family? A family that does, like, archaeology. archaeology. <laughs> okay, I got it. I was, just, I was just repeating the word to get the uh, Okay, well, it's not like it you were mouth. questioning my words. Yeah. No, I was just I just wanted to feel what they feel like. They're good words. Okay. Good mouth feel. Yes. Those words like belong. Not, not as good as salmon, but So as you pull up to his house, you actually see something parked. You see a motorcycle parked in front of it. All right. Mm-hmm. With two people in like full biker getup getting onto the motorcycle with the one on back having a backpack. So I'm going to pull up next to them. And as you pull up, why don't you make me a face danger? And what is? And I'm going to tell you what's happening. Um, as you start to pull up to the motorcycle, another car comes f- screeching around the corner and heading straight for, I guess, both of you since you're in a line. They call you loud and clear hi everyone it's matt and thanks so much for listening to the 32nd episode of the actual play.network podcast this is part four of our city of mist game chris is the gm this week i play jack davis the green man andrew plays diovino bacchus And Gino plays Lana, Johnny Appleseed. This was our first Powered by the Apocalypse game, so please listen gently. Chris did a great job running the game, so feel free to jump on Twitter and give him some positive reinforcement. Next week, another episode of City of Mist. If you like the show, tell a friend or review us on your podcast service of choice, or let us know. It makes us feel good on our tummies. You can find our Twitter screen names on the website, actualplay.network. That is the best way to get into contact with us. Gino does the title card illustrations for our site, actualplay.network. If you dig his art, he also has a long-running webcomic at pizzapranks.com and a Patreon for his art at patreon.com slash kiwimonsta. The link will be in the show notes. Music this week is by Don DeLego and Attic Soul. You can leave us a voicemail at 508-817-3408 
for us to play and discuss on the show. Andrew and I have another podcast, a monthly show called the GoldenAgeHorror.com podcast. It's uh, almost monthly, I should say, which is an exciting look at horror movies from before 1979. In the most recent episode, we covered Eyes Without a Face. If you have an idea for a website, I can help you with that. Visit WhalingCityWeb.com for more information. You can check out the actual Play.Network website for a cool example of my work. Thanks very much for listening, and I'll talk to you next week. Too